when you start learning to love yourself, you realize that you're worth a lot more. Like you, you are able to do a lot more than what you thought you were capable of doing. Welcome to Motivation Mindset, where we discuss motivation, inspiration, and leadership with myself and special guests. The stories and teachings I share with you are my gift to you. Your gift to me is to rate my podcast and share with a friend. Message me to tell me what you want to hear. Thank you for listening to Motivation Mindset. Please welcome a highly motivated mom, health coach, and a nurse, Kelsey Combs. How's your day going so far? It's going good. Good. What have you been up to lately? Um, I have been being mom, being wife, being a nurse, um, just general household stuff. Um, but been making sure that I am being consistent and dedicated to helping some of my clients and my coaches in the mornings and the evenings. Nice. So you're, you're a very busy person. Um, what kind of stuff are you actually working on right now? What are your, what are your big projects you're working on now? Some of my big projects I'm working on right now is, um, I'm creating a new coach mentorship to help some of my newer coaches who are very unfamiliar with our company and, what it is that I do, um, helping them get some of their own success in their personal health and fitness journey, and then being able to implement that to help others. What company you're working with? Beachbody. Nice. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what got you into health and nutrition? Where did this all start and come from? Because you're doing very well. You're very passionate about it. So where did all this come from? I've always been like very active through high school and even college. I played sports in high school. Um, I did have some setbacks. I had two um, ACL knee surgeries, and it seemed like as soon as I recovered from the one, I tore it again um, and then had to recover again. So I was kind of set back with my whole sports and basketball um, with doing really well. But it must have been pretty difficult to have injuries and I've, I've gone through this too where you have injuries and you have to watch your team continue to perform and you can only do so much or you can just be there to kind of help support yeah especially when you have coaches that tell you you were just now it was just now clicking like you were just you were just getting after it and you were really making some great progress and then that happened so yeah. that was yeah that was really tough and um through that whole experience I definitely um I wouldn't say got depressed, but I definitely got a little bit obsessive with body image and self-image and viewing myself differently than, I mean, at a very young age, having those issues. And then going through that through col- or high school and then college was difficult. So I know you're at a healthy place now with, with image and your idea of health. Can you explain a little bit about your ideas before and, and kind of the the negativity, I guess, around about your thoughts. And I, cause I feel like a lot of people have those very mm-hmm. similar feelings. And, and the funny thing is a lot of people think it's just women, but it's a variety of people. It's not just women. men have the same yeah. issues. Um, but when I was younger, I, I really viewed exercise and health as like, it was not something that was fun. It was not something that was, um, beneficial or good for my life throughout everything in my life through every aspect it was an obligation it was um i need to burn this amount of calories i need to be this skinny i need to fit into this size of clothes it was i need to look this certain way instead of feeling a certain way it was i need to look this certain way and i had an image in my head no matter how small i got 
I had an image in my head that it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. I still wasn't gorgeous. I wasn't pretty, whatever you want to call it. And I struggled with that a lot. Where do you think that comes from? Honestly, I, and I don't want to blame my parents, but I really feel like things that we go through in our younger years sometimes obviously go into high school and college and help us with our development. And, uh, I think that my parents' divorce was really a hard thing for me, and I think that's one of the ways that I, re- how how I reacted to it. How you're kind of coping with mm-hmm. it, because that was maybe the one thing you control or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, exercise was definitely something I felt I could control. I could run as far as you know my body would allow me to, um, until the pain was too bad or whatever it may be. But I could do this or that, and I I felt like my whole family a- aspect I could not control in that sense. Wow. So, um, where are you at today with health and how has your, how's your, um, perspective changed? It's changed in the fact that I realized that it's not just about the amount of exercise you put in. It's not about, it's not about the caloric. I mean, yes, scientifically you need to, (laughs) there's a certain amount of calories you need to have each day in order to maintain or get the results you're wanting to, but it's not just about that. It's more about having a positive mindset and learning to love yourself through the entire journey and not being so focused on outward appearance, but really learning first to love you and to be positive and understand that, you know, changes aren't going to happen overnight and to have a healthy mindset rather than just a healthy body. So where did this change come? Like what point in your life was there that transition of thought? I would say... When I when I joined Beachbody, to be honest, I was a half marathon runner after, well, during college and after, and even when I met my spouse, was still running half marathons, and I had a friend that had reached out to me multiple times asking me, you know, you're really disciplined, you're really determined, uh, you're really sweet, you're really compassionate, I really think you'd like this coaching thing, and I was like, um, no, this seems like a scam, yeah. I want nothing to do with this, <laughs> and no, I'm not buying anything, like, just leave me alone. Um, she reached out to me, like I said, again, and said, Kels, I really think you would like this, it's risk-free, come try it with us. So, I did, um, she was, and she was someone I trusted, I mean, we went to church together, we were actually, um, camp counselors together in high school, and, uh, I really, really enjoyed her friendship, but it was just something I was like, ah, that's skeptical. I don't, I don't want to join that. But I learned to absolutely love it. I loved the fact that it was not just about being skinny. It was about working out for the shortest amount of time that I ever had in my life and still getting great results because I was implementing nutrition the way it was supposed to be implemented. And I was impl- implementing personal development and positivity and community and friendship. And it was just completely different than what I had ever experienced before with, with exercise and fitness. It's kind of interesting how you can, I wouldn't say work less, but be more focused, have more intentions with how you work out or exercise. You're not putting four hours in, you're putting 30 minutes, an hour in of time and getting even better results than you were before. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting how, um, you know, just that amount of focus or the intentions or just, you know, doing it the right way. Yeah. And I think, I think it's crazy that when I was, even when I was running half marathons, like I, I felt like I hit a plateau and my nutrition was terrible. I thought that just restricting was the best way to do things. And then I'd go binge and eat like chocolate and breads and pizza. And you know, that's not going right. to help you <laughs> in any way, shape or form. But I think it was a lot to do with, I was restricting so much and working out so hard and so much that 
my body was craving, like I needed energy. I needed food. Yeah. And it was just completely different when I joined Beachbody. Like they, they taught me the proper portions and the way to eat and how to think of food as fuel rather than, I always thought of food negatively. Like, yeah. oh, if I eat this, then I need to go do this. Or if I eat this, then I need to go run two more miles. Like I was, it was kind of, I was, I was diagnosed with exercise bulimia at one point. Really? So, yeah. Um, and through how, therapy. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, how long ago? How did that even my, come about? My friends and family bothered me at the end of high school until I said yes, that I'd go. And that's what they had diagnosed me with after I'd been there for a while. Wow. So struggling with it? Or is it something that Beachbody has really just changed your perception? And... Honestly, it's really changed my perception. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So when I first met you, um, I met you in the hospital and you weren't even in my department, part of my team or anything like that. And I met you and I thought there's something special about this person. I don't know what it is. You're very shy, reserved, but there's just, you have so much potential in your life and um, definitely just a very, very cool person. Now, when I first met you, you were, and I had to, rec- I tried to recruit you multiple, multiple times and mm-hmm. had a hard time getting you over there. And um, eventually got you at least partway over to my team. That shy, reserved person that I met then, now that I follow you on Instagram, is a completely different person. And so for me, that transformation that I've seen in, it was like six month period of time, is just kind of cool and interesting to see how Beachbody has changed you. Because you are a different person on Instagram, you know, when I first met you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say, yeah, I agree with everything you were saying. (laughs) I, I mean, I was... My husband's been amazing. He's he's someone that is very positive and very uplifting, but and he called me negative Nancy a lot when we first when we first got married because I was all very negative about myself and had no self-confidence and a lot of self-doubt, but uh I the beach body has really made me change my mind in the fact that I can do like if I have dreams, if I have things I want to accomplish, if if I'm in a certain spot in my life, you can change it. You just have to want to. Yeah, and so you got to the point to me, what I've seen is you're not only changing yourself, I don't know how many people you have that you're working with now, how many coaches that work with you or under you, but you're now transforming other people's lives too. You're working with so many different people and, and they're coming to you now for this advice that maybe a year ago you were struggling with yourself. Yeah. I. It's really cool to be able to you know, do the whole networking, social networking, marketing type thing because you meet I mean, I'm working with people that I never would even met if it wouldn't have been for Instagram. And it's really fun and awesome to hear their stories and how people relate to you with the whole body image issue. Or I've had people who have had eating disorders and that's how they connect with me. I have a lot of moms that I work with um, and they are all, they're all falling in love with this because they're, they're realizing, you know, this is not just about having abs or being extremely fit. Like I have to learn to love myself first before the actual transformation is going to occur. So that's been a really awesome experience. You and I, we know each other kind of just originally on a kind of a professional basis. But since I've gotten to follow you on Instagram, I feel like I know you so well. You, I feel like you know me probably less because I, I'm not as active on social media. But you have 3,000 people, over 3,000 people now that follow you on Instagram and watch your story. I don't even know if I know 3,000 people. And these people are watching you every day. And you, you are very personal on your Instagram. How is that? Has that any impact on your life in any way? At first, it was really scary because, you know, you're, you're completely like you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. Um, 
But as I started to do it more and more, I realized there was more and more people that connected and had those same issues and had those same struggles. And, you know, there's tons of moms on social media that are stay-at-home moms right now, and they, they want that community. They want that friendship, so to speak. And I've, I've had many conversations with new people and created relationships. So at first it was scary, and now it's just like my daily routine. It's my, I mean... My husband is still kind of yeah. unsure about it all, but... I noticed recently um, he was in a photo, and yeah. I was like, this is pretty new for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he likes to stay away from social media, but he is supportive of everything I'm doing, so... Good. Yeah. Um, And some of the, the photos, the videos, and stuff you do is raw. It's not like you get up, throw a bunch of makeup on, mm -hmm. and, you know, make sure your hair is done. That's not, not to real, say... It's not <laughs> realistic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just, it's interesting that you're, you know, comfortable and putting yourself out there. I think that's what people connect with you so well. I don't know how intentional that is or how difficult that was for you to say, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be myself and uh, put it out there because I mean, to me, that's, that's a scary thing to do. I just, I just wanted to start doing like, what would I want to see if I was following someone? Like, what would I connect with if I was, if I was not in Beachbody whatsoever and I had no like idea of what this was or who this girl was, what would I want to hear? Who would I want to connect with? And that's like what I tried to start implementing on my stories every day. So as uh, people reach out to you a lot, what kinds of things are you talking through with people? How are you helping people? A, a lot of it, right now, a lot of it is time management when it comes to having small children and still being able to take care of yourself and body image issues and eating disorders. I've had multiple people in like the last couple weeks talk to me about, you know, they've been struggling with eating disorders because I, I invite them to join our boot camps, our monthly boot camps that we have. And once you like give that invitation to someone, like you'd be, it's crazy how much they open up to you. Like once you share something personal about you or invite, give a friendly invitation like that, they really open up. What kind of work, or I guess, advice are you working with people as, you know, for eating disorders? How are you connecting? How are you guiding people through um, some of that and changing their thought process, like the same transformation you had? Well, so I'm not, so I'm not like a doctor. I'm not certified. Right. I'm not, so I can't give, there's only a certain amount of advice that I can give. I can just share my story, share how I've dealt with it, share, you know, the Beachbody experience that's helped me overcome those things, but I can't necessarily give specific advice. Right. So really just being there to listen. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sharing your story to kind of I know it from. sounds crazy, but honestly, just being a friend. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it's, a lot of the conversations I have is just being a friend. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I mean, you're doing leadership. You are in, I mean, you're, you're a coach, you're leading people and just being there to listen and being a friend of them is, uh, is making you pretty successful with it. Mm-hmm. So Mama Go Go Juice, yeah. what is Mama Go Go Juice and how did you come up with that? So it's our uh, plant-based um, kind of quote-unquote pre-workout. I don't like to call it that because a lot of pre-workouts that I've had, I feel like, you know, they make your heart flutter and some of them are not the best for you. And this is a very um, clean, nutritious pre-workout and I... I call it Mama Go Go Juice because that's exactly what it is. It gives me the energy to get my workout done. And I've even been able to replace my coffee with it. Like in the afternoon, instead of having an extra um, cup of coffee, I have some Mama Go Go Juice. It's funny um, because you, you share so much of your life and everything. 
I start calling my pre-workout uh, go-go juice. It's like, I need to go get my go-go juice before I start going. So it's interesting. I mean, it's just funny to see, again, people are following you and incorporating yeah. things that are part of your life and theirs, and you may not even have had a conversation with them. No. Have you run into anyone in the community that, you know, has have you thought, you know, you didn't really know that was connecting with you or following you in that way? And There, you know, there's even... I went I went to the store last week and up in South Bend and I ran into people like from high school that I haven't talked to in forever and yeah. like they acted like we were best friends again like you know it just if that was really cool because they do follow me I know that they follow me and there's been times where I go to the grocery store and not that I don't know people because I've seen them on my social media um, but people that I didn't realize would actually say hi to me like in public right. Or I've, um, when I went just to my nursing job and I've been in the parking lot, people have stopped me and say, hey, you know, I don't have social media anymore, but I know you're still doing that thing and I, I'd love to connect and talk to you. Can you leave your number at the front desk? So I've done that. And it's just really cool to see that even though you don't necessarily know that people are watching you all the time, like they are. Yeah. Is that creepy at all? Or is it just, that's, that's I, what I'm doing? Honestly, I don't, I don't even think about <laughs> yeah. it anymore. At first, yeah, it was kind of creepy, but <laughs> now it's not. You know, you've created a brand for yourself, mm -hmm. and um, I don't know if there's a mission statement or a motto or um, I guess what what is it that deep down you're like, this is my motivation, this is this is the way I'm going to teach, this is the way I'm going to coach, this is my lifestyle. Is there is there anything in particular that you're like, you know, this is? I think for me, the constant thing I keep hearing is self love, just loving yourself. I. <laughs> I guess I have a couple different things. I mean, when you start learning to love yourself, you realize that you're worth a lot more. Like you, you are able to do a lot more than what you thought you were capable of doing. And I, and I love my nursing career. Absolutely love it. But you know, once I went to college, it was kind of just instilled in me, like by family and by friends and stuff like that's what you need to do. That was my goal. Like I wanted to be a nurse, but then I had my son and at first, I was like, you know, there's no way I could do something else. Like, I'm just going to be a stay-at-home mom. But there was something, there was a void that I needed to fill. Like, I like to be busy. I like to be helping people. I like to make impact. So I just, I guess I would tell people, like, no matter what passion you have or what desire you have, don't doubt yourself that you can't, you can't do that. Learn, learn to love the fact that you are capable and you can have confidence and you can overcome whatever struggle you're going through. There's just no reason to. There's no reason to have fear. The worst thing that can happen is you can fail, and guess what? You get to keep going. Because failure, I honestly, I have failed over and over and over in this business, but it has helped me so much. Yeah. It helps you learn. It helps you grow. That's how most of our coaches in our organization have gotten so successful. Is because they just keep trying until they, you know, they fail. They try. They fail. They try. They see what works. Yeah. And you'll always be a nurse. But you've, mm -hmm. you haven't left nursing. You're no. kind of, you're still working in both. Yes. But I mean, you went to school for a long time to have a nursing degree, worked, trained, um, and you're an excellent nurse. And uh, after you had, you, after you had your, your son, um, it seemed like you kind of took a little step back and evaluated, you know, what's more important to me in my life. So you kind of, so you dropped down to kind of a PRN position mm -hmm. and working that. So how has that been for you in your life? Honestly, it was it was the best decision we could have made um, as a family. I feel like I still get to go to my nursing job really energetic and fulfilled because 
I get to be home with my son and don't have to leave him all the time, but yet it gives me a little bit of a break to be away. Um, but I also get to work another passion that I have and be at home with him for the majority of my time, and that is coaching. And my husband really appreciates it because we have a lot of stuff at home that he wouldn't have been able to do if I would have been, you know, working full-time weekends or whatever with lack of support from family or whatever it may have been. So, Yeah, it's so cool to see someone do something that they're actually passionate about. And a lot of times it's difficult for people to find that passion where their, where their passion is in life. Was that a popular decision with uh, friends and family for you to kind of step away from nursing? Not initially, no. Uh, a lot of people didn't understand why I wouldn't just put Dax in daycare or why, um, why I couldn't just make it work with my other family schedules as far as them watching him. And for me, it would have been, it would have been a little bit more stressful trying to organize each week, making sure that, cause you know, our nursing schedule is not always the same. Our days can change. So it was just easier for us as a family, I feel like. But I don't think – a lot of people initially were probably very surprised, and I, I felt a little bit of tension with some people. Yeah. How did you deal with that? Honestly, I just had to say that I was doing what I felt was right for our family and what was right for me. And I I normally – like, I would think that was selfish before, and I don't think that's selfish anymore. Yeah. It's fun to see, again, just how positive, you're such a positive person, and um, I feel like when I watch you, you're just so successful in what you're doing, and then still to kind of get some negativity around it. You know, I I actually feel very, very blessed, because I have witnessed other negativity from other coaches, and what I get is nothing. Um, you just have people out there that are just very negative and and they struggle with self-love and they they may need some Jesus in their lives to be honest (laughs) um I do get some negativity but you just kind of have to look at it as no matter what you do someone is not going to agree with what you're doing someone is going to try to find the bad because whatever it may be whether they're jealous or they you know they struggle with with things right now that they're working through that they don't even know about yet you just have to realize that not everyone's going to be on your side and that there's going to be quote-unquote haters out there yeah how do you get your mind around that and just keep going with it? I mean, because, you know, that negativity can get you down, could have made you take a step back, and it could have made you do all sorts of things. But Well, at first, like, I would take those things very personal, like very personal. When I first started, like, seriously trying to build a business and um, connecting with people and networking, and then I would get some negative feedback like that. And I would I'd be like, you know what, like, this is on me. Like, what did I do wrong? Like, but I had to realize that it was nothing to do with me. And thankfully, I have some amazing upline leaders that have been able to mentor me and show me, like, they went through all of that, too, and a lot of it. So... It's not like everyone's always supportive and um, very uplifting. You have, you're going to have that issue. It's pretty cool to uh, hear how much support you have on the program. I say program, but I mean, you're a, you're president and CEO of your own business mm-hmm. um, and still have so much support from other, other people. We have so much great leadership and like positive energy and um, the, the main leader of our team, so to speak, She's been in the business for 10 years and she's just, she's extremely powerful and motivating. And honestly, she's one of the main reasons, like I decided, you know, this is where I'm going to do this. I can do this. Every coach, I feel like kind of has a little bit of a niche. I'm sure you've already touched on it, but what is your kind of niche and um, how you approach health um, differently when you work with your team? I, 
like like we said, I really, really try to focus on self-love. I, I really incorporate some of my faith in there. That is part of my niche, um, being a mom, a busy mom. A busy mom who, you know, I live about an hour away from my family and a lot of my friends that I grew up with. So, like, I'm trying to build that community of young moms that have a faith-based background, maybe, and that are struggling with self-love and... Um, who even some people who already have a desire and passion for exercise and fitness, I've had some coaches jump on my team and be ready to go. And like, they're super excited, never even heard of Beachbody before, but what do I do? Let's get started. Um, and that's been super exciting too. So to kind of wrap up, is there any general advice or, um, anything that you want to talk about? Stop doubting yourself. Stop believing the self-limiting beliefs that maybe friends or family may put in your mind. Honestly, like <laughs> you, like I said before, you are made for so much more. You are capable of so many things. You can't allow those self-limiting beliefs. You can't. You can't believe them. You just can't. You have to. I'm. I'm listening to a book right now called Obsessed or Average. I definitely would say I'm obsessed and it's, I don't, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad obsessed. There's a difference between a a healthy obsessed and a, you know, not so healthy obsessed before in my life with exercise and fitness, I'd say it would be a bad obsessed, but, um, be obsessed for who, who you're wanting to become, be obsessed about what you're doing, obsessed about your passions, obsessed about being the best version of you and, Again, don't allow those other people or those other self-limiting beliefs to come in your mind. And if they do, just tell yourself you can do it anyway. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you taking your time to be here today. Thanks for having me. The stories and teachings I share with you are my gift to you. Your gift to me is to rate my podcast and share with a friend. Message me to tell me what you want to hear. Thank you for listening to Motivation Mindset. 